When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is a big week. It's our launch week where we open the doors of TLP Academy 2.0 and our one-on-one coaching. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and do so. In it, Justin and I ran through the different ways in which we work with dentists and what our typical clients look like, so to speak. Today, we're going to address another question that we get asked quite a bit, and that is, what type of results are typical in those that we work with? And then the bonus follow-up question that we'll be discussing as well is why we believe our process works so well. So last week, Justin and I talked about what our typical client is, and that's kind of a good segue into discussing typical results that we see in our client base. It's difficult in deciding how to measure this because there are so many different ways that you can define success, and we're all different. But after reviewing things, we have found that almost everyone that we work with wants to either increase their income, decrease their chair time, or both. So when we decided to evaluate and compare things across the board, we decided to look at an average of production and collections and clinical time. And what we consistently find is that the dentists that we work with after our time working together increase their production and collections by over 33%. And typically, this involves cutting back their chair time as well. This is a pretty incredible feat to achieve in a relatively short amount of time. But I wanted to, if we could, to run through a scenario to see how the numbers play out and what exactly a 33% increase means. Most of our practices that we work with see a yearly collections of anywhere between 500,000 and 1.5 million. So if we go on a conservative approach and go on the low end in our scenario, let's do the numbers with a $500,000 practice. In that situation, if they increase by 33%, that's an increase of $165,000 a year. With a coaching fee of $30,000 for the year, this would give an ROI of 5.5 times return. That's 550%. Now, tell me, you know, where in the world can you get a 550% return on your money? And often this comes with an ability to take more time off. And I know that listening to this, it might sound too good to be true, but these are real numbers from real dentists. So I have on here with me today, Justin and Steve. What are your guys' thoughts when we run through these numbers? I mean, I knew that the numbers would be good. I know we get great results when we work with clients and they put the work in, but I didn't actually think about what these numbers really mean. Well, thanks for having us today, Derek. It's nice to be on your podcast. Um, but, you know, you said 33%. I just want to point out that my average clients were up 68%. So <laughs> everyone can do the math from there. Just kidding. Just kidding. To answer your question, I think the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, they are what they are. Obviously, we're not going to come on here on a podcast and make up something. 
But really, I think the important thing to realize is they're just one measuring stick. You know, what you don't see in that number are often times less hours worked, as you mentioned. You know, there's that extra day per week to be there when your kids get home from school or to, to do something else you want to work on or that you enjoy. Maybe it's the less stress because your leadership and confidence has improved. So, yeah, the numbers are great, you know, but I really think that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, there's a lot of intangibles that I think people kind of enjoy more immediately, at least, than the financials. But, Derek, I like how you laid those numbers out, and that's pretty incredible if if you really think about it. You know, for me personally, if I'm looking at an investment, whether, you know, it's a real estate opportunity or another deal of some type, I'm excited at, you know, a 12% return. That'd be great. But somehow we don't look at putting money into our practices or into ourselves in the same terms when, in fact, we should because the ROI is so much greater. And really, that average, correct me if I'm wrong, that's just after six or 12 months of coaching from, you know, what we're doing at the beginning compared to how we're doing at the end. That doesn't account for all the years afterwards. You know, you learn this stuff early in your career. You can take it to any practice, wherever you are, and build something successful, not just while we're working together, you know. So if you think of the compounding effect, if you invested in this early in your career, I think the reward is even greater. Yeah. 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 That's a great point, Steve. Now that we've kind of gone over some, what are the typical results? Let's spend some time talking about why these results are the way that they are. What is in the TLP Kool-Aid that is allowing this to happen? I know that we've talked about this between each other and really today we've we've boiled it down to a few major factors that we believe make us different from others that are game changers in this process. So the first point is that we as coaches have done what we're coaching others to do. Each of us are dentists. We've all been in the chair with a patient that may seem less receptive to what we're saying. We've had those difficult conversations with staff. We've spent our hard-earned cash on advertising. And there is definitely power that comes through experience, especially when it comes to helping others to do it as well. I know that the first consultant I hired was not a dentist, had never actually run a dental practice. And it's not that I didn't trust her, but her words just didn't hold as much weight with me. It was the same for me when I hired a coach in fitness. My coach was in great shape and it showed. And it it helped me a lot to know that he had been through the grind to get to where he was. I could look up to him and know that he had firsthand experience in what he was advising me to do. Yeah, I think this is the biggest separating factor for TLP from other companies is that we do not sub out your one-on-one time, you know. And that we've been in the trenches and felt every emotion our clients feel at some point. It's not theoretical to us. And I'm not saying you can't learn something from someone who hasn't been a dentist, you know, but I know it's very easy for consultants who have not been dentists and or achieved at a high level to say, just go in and say this or that or do this or that. And when I hear some of those things, I'm thinking like, there ain't no way that would fly with a patient. For example, what do you say after the dentist of 30 years leaves and you're the new doc who just bought this practice and you have to tell the patient 
they need four new crowns, even though six months ago, they were told everything looks okay. And in my opinion, you can't teach those things effectively unless you've been there and done that and felt all the real world emotions that go into it. Completely agree, guys. And I would say I would say we're all for bringing non-dentists onto the team for professional advice in other areas, you know, finance, taxes, legal issues, you know, maybe a marketing expert. But I feel strongly that a dentist coach for running the practice should be a dentist, just for the reasons you guys have stated. You know, we know what burnout feels like. We know what alpha drama is like. We know what broken root tips and a bunch of class twos are like when you're running behind schedule. So I think understanding those nuances makes a difference when you're trying to advise somebody. I mean, you know, how do you teach somebody to schedule two columns properly if you've never worked two chairs or any chairs? How do you talk about replacing your front desk if you've never had to let anybody go and train a new team? So Great point. I think that's a big one and it it really matters. Yeah. So let's jump into our next point. And the next thing is that we start with the end in mind. We're not just increasing production and collections in the office because we like to see big numbers and to stroke our egos. It's because we understand that there is much more to life and that getting those things right in the practice will ultimately lead to more freedom in life to reach what you want. So we spend a lot of time really trying to dig deep and to understand what is important to our clients. We establish that vision, the end goal, and when we do that, it puts everything else in perspective. What are your guys' thoughts here? Well, yeah, it does put everything into perspective, and that's why we start in the beginning with every client by defining what are we looking to do. Do we want to increase? Let's set a goal, and then we'll make our plan to get there. Do we want to cut back time? Let's define how much time we want to start cutting, and we'll again, we'll develop a plan and we're going to execute it, et cetera, et cetera. And I have docs quite often, you know, email and say, hey, this is where my practice at. Where can I get it to? And I always have to do more discovery before I can approach that question because just because you can do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. You know, when we know where we're heading, at least in the short term, then we can make sure every step we're taking is getting us closer to where we want to go. Some steps will be easier. Some will be more of a stretch. But at least we have a custom plan based on where the client is day one that we know is going to be the most safe and effective approach to get where they want to go. And another thing that we help a lot with that I know often gets overlooked is not only doing the right things important, but doing those right things in the right order can make a drastic impact on the outcome. You know, even if you would have figured it out on your own in the long run, doing things in the wrong order may cost you an extra year or more. And to me, that individualized approach that we take with each and every client is everything, in my opinion. And, and to build off what you mentioned there at the beginning, Justin, you know, for those of, uh, for those of you that join us in coaching this week, the first thing we do is... Uh, we send you out a bunch of forms we want to we want you to fill them out and tell us all about where you want to be in one year, three years, five years. So we learn about what you want because your goals are unique to you. 
and you know we study your situation we learn what you want to accomplish and then like you mentioned we set a detailed plan to get there for example I have a dentist right now that we're, I'm working with. We've cut her work days back from six days a week to three days a week. She has an associateship at her practice and she wants to spend more time with her kids. So we were able to accomplish that. It's been a huge life change for her. It's been awesome. But I have another dentist who just acquired a practice and she's working three days a week, but she is itching for more time at the office because she will be able to enjoy time off after she pays down a little more debt and after her practice feels busier. So for her, you know, we're actually talking about how to properly open the office more. Neither of these dentists is wrong. You know, they're both right. They just have different goals. So we try to listen to your goals, what you want. Sometimes we're going to challenge you a bit, usually try to raise your vision a little bit, and then we help you reach them, whatever they may be for you. Yes, totally. It really comes down to being completely honest with yourself. What do you truly want your life to be like? Don't think of what your neighbors or your family members' lives are like, or even what you think they expect your life to be like. Don't think of Justin or Steve or Derek's life. Decide what you want, and then let's develop a plan to go out and get it. Well, maybe Derek's life, because... You've got a, a lot of things in Definitely. your Definitely. Right? Derek's <laughs> No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so let's address our last point that I believe makes our coaching as successful as it is. And in my opinion, that is our focus on developing the leadership of the dentist. Leadership is one thing you cannot delegate, but we see it every day. People asking on dental forums, how should I hire an office manager when they already have a front desk? Or something like, can I hire somebody to manage the staff so I can do the dentistry? And I totally understand this desire. You know, the hardest part of being an owner dentist is managing the team. Wouldn't it be nice just to, you know, prep teeth and not have to worry about all the people part of the business? It's much harder to, you know, fire somebody, hire the right new person, train them and get your team gelling together and buying into your vision. It's a lot harder than it is to do teeth. But how well a dentist does in this area will determine that dentist's level of success. That's why we emphasize it so much. You know, we do it in our online course. We talk a lot about it in academy and we talk a lot about it in our coaching. Where another consultant might come in and sit the staff down and and lead the discussion, we say, hey, if you look at how you're doing in this area, I really think this needs to change in your office. How are you going to address this with your team and establish a new way of doing things? Then we make a plan to help you take ownership and then you lead your team. You sit down and address it and and establish what you want to have done. This can be stretching and really uncomfortable for a lot of dentists, but it develops you as the leader that your team really needs. What are your, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Ultimately, in my opinion, This is what it comes down to. It comes down to that we don't want our clients to just see success in the time period that we work together. We want them to become even better the next year and the year after that, like you were talking about, Steve, that the compound effect. But there's no way to accomplish that without putting a serious emphasis on improving leadership and taking full responsibility for your life and your practice. I think a lot of the saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, 
teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. And this is what we're working toward. For those of you listening, you've heard all of us mention just during this episode specifically about how we ask more questions in our coaching sessions. We dig deeper, we look at options, and we work through things together. And this is because what you get with TLP are coaches that care about teaching others to fish. We don't see ourselves as changing dental practices. We see ourselves changing lives. And I know that might sound cliche, but I truly believe that. Agreed. It does sound cliche and it's true. And I know you believe it. So (laughs) I think that's what makes it not a cliche. And leadership and confidence are definitely two of the biggest areas of growth I see across the board in all of our clients. And although it'd be good for our egos, for clients to become dependent on us, you know, to say, oh, I can only grow when you're with me, you know, we want you to be set up for the long term growth once we're out of the picture. You know, we want you to contact us in three or four years or two years and whatever and say, hey, guess what? I doubled the practice again since we quit working together. Or I took four more weeks off last year and production still increased. That's what we're looking for at the end of the day. And I think that's why if you look around, you'll see many of our past clients go on to lead others because of the growth and confidence they've developed while working with us. And if you can lead people, there is not much you can't do. But when your leadership is limited, you've got an uphill battle in most areas of your life, at least those of you who have big goals. So that's why we focus on it so hard. Yeah, that's I really appreciate all those thoughts. So in short, what we've shared with you today is that we are proud and confident in the results that we see in the dentists that we work with. We've seen success in our lives, and we work diligently to help others to reach their own goals. We're excited for those of you that have signed up and are ready to get going. If you're thinking about it and wonder if it would be right for you, feel free to go to tlpcoaching.com or feel free to reach out to any of us directly at Justin, Derek, or Steve at thelifestylepractice.com. We do recognize that for many of you, you may be listening to this episode after this week period has come and gone. Don't let that hold you back from reaching out and planning for the future. Ultimately, we are sharing this with all of you in an effort to be totally transparent. Our goal is not for everyone that's listening to sign up and to begin this process. We're letting you know what's involved in this process, trying to help you decide if we might work well together. We want to work with those that are ready to step it up to push themselves to reach new heights. And if you're ready to take that next step, let's do it. You've come so far and, uh, you know, a lot of you work so hard to put yourself in a great spot. Don't stop now. You deserve extraordinary levels of success and an extraordinary lifestyle. So don't sell yourself short. So again, you can go to tlpcoaching.com or reach out to any of us via email or on our Facebook page. With that being said, we hope to hear from you soon. Have a great week, everyone. Peace. See ya.